Time now for all things Gators, all things orange and blue. Dan Hicken and Frank Frangie. What's up, Hick? Uh, doing great, Frank. Our Gator podcast brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialists, Northeast Florida's premier orthopedic physicians. They provide unparalleled level of care. You can visit Southeast Orthopedic Specialists in Riverside, Ponte Vedra, Northside, Southside Beaches, Fleming Island, and St. John's. Oh, opportunity knocks, and the Gators didn't go through that door, did they? Yeah, I got a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, number one, Baylor's good. You know, Baylor, Baylor number one in the country comes to Gainesville Saturday night. Let me tell you who Baylor was. Yeah. Baylor is the 2014 Gators. Not a lot of NBAs, right? But that was Pat Young. You get yeah. Prather. Yeah. Who Wolverine, are these guys? Wolverine. Who are they? That team won 30 in a row. Yeah. This team's on 16 or 17 in a row. Yeah. Whatever it is. This team again. I don't think there's a lot of NBAs out there. Maybe no. a couple here or there. Yeah. Yeah. But they're veteran. Remember that 14 Gator team? Yeah. They were tough seniors. They were seniors. Yeah. They could shoot. Mm-hmm. Um. And so that so. For starters, that was a really good Baylor. Okay, they and also to further your point, they went to Fog Allen Fieldhouse and right. beat Kansas there in, in this streak. They, they've won at Texas Tech, who yeah. almost won the national championship. Yes, they've yes. won at Kansas. They've beaten Villanova. They've yes. beaten Butler. They they're good. These yeah, guys. they're good. And and, and and Drew's done a good job. And you look at these guys, you go, who are these guys? Transfers from different right. schools and Auburn, yeah, Alabama, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, so. UNC Asheville. Right, but the, so but I thought they were pretty good. Okay. So let's go big picture first. Okay. Um, and then we'll get down to the game and the games. Um, How did you do on Twitter after the game? Did yeah, the yeah, Mike yeah. White guys come out again? They did. We, okay. went, we went back and forth. <laughs> and then I finally then I finally said, hey, have a good day. Yeah. The, uh, here, but, but here's my big picture take. Uh-huh. And, and, and this concerns me as a Florida fan. This okay. Is, this is a, is a fan talk. The All podcast right. fans do this. Okay. And we're oh, fans. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I now think shy of a Final Four berth uh-huh. in the next two or three years, I think the noise in the system will have these, the, such a negative effect that it's going to be hard for Mike White to be effective. He's got to do something spectacular. I'm wow. A big, I, I'm a big, I hope I'm wrong because I'm a Golly, big Mike White That's guy, a big statement. It's loud. It's I hope loud. you're wrong, too. I hope it, Dan, Dan, it's loud I, I don't. It, 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 frankly, I'm going to be honest. It disgusts me as a Gator me fan. Too. As an alum, I love my school. I love my sports. I love my teams. And I love Mike White. And I think he's done a great job, and I want him to be there. And listen – Okay, okay, we'll see when he goes. Because I, I got news for you. North Carolina comes open. Well, this Duke. Yeah. I don't know what the rules are there with yeah. the nepotism and such. Duke comes open. Uh, any of the, the, the Blue Bloods happen to come open. Uh, Kansas might be coming open. Uh, I think Mike White will be on every one of those lists. Yeah, I don't know if I see Mike White on the Kansas-North Carolina Duke list. Okay. But I do see All him. Right. But I do see him popping up at – Oklahoma, Villanova, yeah, Butler, yeah, wherever, yeah, yeah. they're doing a great job. And, yeah. I, and so, but I'm telling you, people, and yeah, he's not without flaw. Sure. Uh, the, one, the one criticism of him that I think there is some truth to mm-hmm. is he looks tight on that sideline, uh-huh. and they appear to play tight. Yeah. They don't, you know, the teams that can re- Auburn, yeah. the teams that can really play loose, they're, they're, they're firing up that first open three. Mm. Teams now, now, there's not four passes now. It's get the first look and make it. So, so I think they play a little. But I, I'm with. Let you. me ask you this question, Frank. One of our colleagues put this out, um, and I think this is and is a younger guy, and he said, "All right, great. Uh, enjoy your seven seed and sweet sixteen exit." To my, which my response would be, "Well, hell yeah, I'd enjoy that." Yeah, yeah. Now maybe he's saying that because of the preseason hype, but we have all. Are in agreement that the preseason hype was wrong, right? That's, which can happen at times. And that I tell you what that that's the point. Which <laughs> uh-huh. you just said is the point is that 
they were wrong about they were wrong about Scotty Lewis. Yeah. And they were wrong about Trey Mann. Right. They may be very good players at some point. Yeah. But those aren't program changers. They're not ready those, yet. Those are no, guys, no, 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 no. Two year guys. Right. That and so. I had somebody on Twitter the other day, and, and, and again, I'm not trying to insult you, yeah. but when you're stupid, I'm going to insult you. Yeah. Someone on Twitter said to me the other day, well, um, first person said, who's got more talent? Uh, how does Florida lose a Baylor when they got more talent? I said, are you watching the game? <laughs> There's no comparison who has more yeah. talent. They may have more potential down the road, yeah. but Baylor's players were clearly better than Florida's no players. No doubt. Clearly better. I mean, they were making everything. Right. And then the next guy comes on Twitter and goes, Florida has – Clearly more talent than Florida State, and they lose to them every year. More talent than Florida State. Florida State's got – How many also, NBA guys are right oh, now from Florida State? Loaded with NBA <laughs> guys. Trent Forrest is a better point guard yeah. than Nemhart. Yeah. They've got two McDonald's also. They've got two seven-footers. <laughs> they've got they've got seven, six, eight guys in their rotation. And this guy's telling me FSU – Florida has more talent than no. FSU. No, they, no don't. they don't. Don't believe right. this – and I bought it too. Yeah. This preseason hype, six overall. Right, um, right. Those guys were – they were wrong. Right. So – so that, but that, Dan, back to the big picture. Right. That's what's happening is the people that believe. Is it because he followed Billy or is it because Gator fan expects to win every single thing in every single sport? Both. Okay. They, they believe, they, they expect to win everything in basketball because Billy proved you can do it. And, yeah. I, and I get that. Right. But you were, they were wrong. Right now, he's got the talent. When you uh, tell people that Billy Donovan is arguably uh, the greatest coach in Gator sports history right does that not and and everyone seems to agree with that by the way does that not sink into these people that you know yeah. you don't just go get another greatest coach in this in 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 florida history yeah, to follow I, yeah i i agree yes but what people have long and, I, and i'll go to my grave on this and mm-hmm. i make i make my gator brethren mad when i say it mm-hmm. this is not north carolina kansas duke it's not even indiana ucla no this is a this is the equivalent of Virginia Tech football. Correct. If you get the right guy in there, you right. can be great. Without, it's going to be a tough challenge. Frank, you're a Gator. If you had a son who was six foot eight and yes. was could go anywhere in the country, he would want to. Right. You would pro- and he grew up a Gator fan. He would probably have Florida on his list, but then he would also visit Duke and North Carolina and wherever else he would want to visit. Right. And ultimately might go there and you wouldn't have a problem with it. Of course not. And, right. And we're and we're older Gator fans, newer people that come along, they're younger than us. Yeah. I mean now the parents of these guys are younger than we are. Right. They don't care about that as much. Yeah. So so the truth is, Mike White, I'm not saying he's John Wooden. He's right. Coach K. What I'm saying is for what Florida is, he look, again, in five years there. He's won five tournament games in the last three years. That's the second most in the history of the school. Minus that he went to the Elite Eight. Right. Billy went to the Final Four. In the first five years, they're almost identical. Oh, Mike right. White's a little bit ahead right. of him. And the haters say Mike White should be ahead of him because he inherited a better program than Billy did. That's well, That might be true, but he didn't inherit a better team than – Well, uh, oh, I don't know. That's no, not fair. He, no, he didn't. Well, yeah. But here's the truth. Yeah. Billy had – when Billy got there – Yeah. They were two years removed from a Final Four right. and one year removed from ah, missing the tournament. That's right. When Mike White got there, they were two years removed from a Final Four and one year removed from missing the tournament. Yeah. There's very, the point is he's done fine. Right. If people in college, not just the Gator fans, yeah. this is your coach. Right. It's not, he's not good enough, fire him, get the new coach. Yeah. If people, it was, and, I, and, and, and again, I will be honest, I said this when Zook was there. Yeah. If people would just say, this is now our coach. Yeah. Okay. 
if if it fails and we get somebody else, we get somebody else. But with this Mike White, every loss, yeah, every loss, I can't is, do this all year, Frank. Yeah, I know, I can't. Like if they lose tomorrow night to Mississippi State, we're yeah. all going to turn. Get, I, on, get off Twitter. I mean, yeah, good yeah, gracious, yeah, so. man! I mean, it's you make it like it's the most important game. Every game is like right. the most important game. Right. I mean, they just played a three game stretch right. where we had hoped right. for two and one. Right, that's exactly uh, right. the LSU. A rally was phenomenal. Could have gone either way, and and one of and the, we were right there. And by the way, that was Mike White who drew up a pretty nice little inbounds play to yeah, tie the game up, wasn't it? Yeah. And one thing again, one thing the negative people say, and I uh-huh. and this I do get, yeah, is when at the end, of, one of the reasons they have these incredible comebacks, down twenty one against Alabama, win the game, right? Big down against LSU, came back and mm-hmm. almost won the game. Big, mm-hmm. Is I think there is some truth to. Because he's got a lot of five-star talent, mm-hmm. a lot of guys that made a lot of baskets in high school. Right. There's a lot of guys who have made a lot of baskets mm-hmm. in their life. Mm-hmm. I do think when they play a little freer and easier, mm-hmm. and that's why they come back. So again, but nobody's perfect. He's trying to find that formula. Right. You know. So and I, and I understand that and I get that. But I but I think there probably is a little something to that. I, I don't I don't wholeheartedly disagree. But anyway, well, they have a schedule that is conducive to piling up some W's here in the next, next few seven, weeks. The so. next seven games. Yeah. I don't think they play a team with a better roster than theirs. And this okay. is seven straight games. Okay. There's two Vanderbilts in there. Yeah. There's a Mississippi State. There's yeah. an Ole Miss. Yeah. They're, they're seven in a row. That doesn't mean they're going to win all seven. Sure. But there's seven straight games now, in my opinion, where they don't play a team with a better roster than theirs. Okay. If they go five and two, that's what. That's seventeen and nine. Be seventeen and nine. And that would be nine and four. And they'll be closing in on towards the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, and, but with then, the Kentuckys and then, the, then there's two Kentucky games. Yeah. There's a Tennessee game. LSU then, rematch. Yeah. So then there's some hard ones. Yeah. So so after the there's next seven. Yeah. I, and I said on Twitter what you just said. They got to get. They got to. If you win five, now you got it. But if you win okay. five of those, okay. Seventeen and nine, nine and four. Yes. You're now kind of off the bubble. Yeah. You've played your way off the bubble. Yeah. And then now you're looking more at a four or five seed, not a seven or eight seed. And uh, but I think they're going to be okay. As for the game uh, against Baylor, uh, they started out great. Right. I had a nice little lead. Baylor uh, had a big run at the end of the half, and that really, and then kind of comfortably yeah. held that lead in the second half. I do I worry a little bit lately. Uh, Florida's not a real. Florida's not a stellar offensive team. I know they've had a couple hundred point outbursts. Yeah, right. I don't want them getting in shootouts with teams. Correct. I think if uh, like LSU had eighty four, I was Florida was lucky to get to eighty two. Right. I don't think they're they'll lose more of those than they win. Yeah. I. What's uh, a perfect Florida score for you? Yeah. Good point. Uh, if you're if if you're blowing somebody out, Florida needs to blow out someone seventy one fifty four. Right. Not eighty something. Right. And if it's a close game, uh, somewhere in the mid sixties, low seventies. Yeah. For Florida. That's yeah. who they are. Yeah. And, and I and I and I get that. The biggest, the biggest area where they're flawed, mm-hmm. you can break down Mike White and underachieve and sure. this and that, and they don't shoot the ball very well. No, it's they don't. It's not a very and good And it's been that way. It's been an issue for and, a little yeah, while. And, and, yeah. that's, and, the, and, and the fans say, I see people on Twitter, they go, <laughs> well, there's no offensive movement. There's no, you don't know basketball. You're not a basketball coach. What you're saying is they don't score enough points, okay? Right, right, you know, right, that, right. That's what it is. It, right. And it does look like the ball sticks a little. Well, I get it. If Florida, Florida was 4 of 17, I think, behind the arc yeah, Saturday night. Right. And Baylor was, I think, 9 of 19. Right. If Florida, instead of four of seventeen, was seven of seventeen, uh, well, there's there's nine more points right there, and then they miss those one and ones in the same. I mean, so there's where you find and, your and, offense, and, but they they're not making them. They got to make them. In the three straight one on one front end, misses, yeah, two is Blackshear, one is Locke. Yeah, I mean that's now that those are your two best shooters. Can't, can't have that. Yeah, and, I mean you make all those. You, that's your chance to get back in it. 
Here's what I think on college basketball. The teams that can shoot it, uh-huh. all of them have two guys that can really drain it. Right. you got to have two. Right. got to have two guys that can really mm-hmm. make it. Florida's got half of one. They got Locke, who yeah. when he gets right can make them. He gets right. He's just so streaky, though. Yeah. He's really. And they don't have another shooter. Sometimes yeah. Nebhart can make them. Yeah. Deontay Johnson every now and then can make them. Correct. But they don't Quez have. will throw one right. in. But, yeah, they're not. But they these don't aren't... have another shooter. Right. If you if you have two guys, and I think they kind of thought Trey Mann would be that. Right. And I, I think they kind of thought Locke and Mann would be dead eyes. Yeah. They, they, Locke and Mann aren't Michael Frazier. No. See, when Florida got good in 14, right. Frazier made everything, but then Wilbekin started making everything. Right. So now, now now there's two guys who make everything. Right. And I think that was that changed their team. Well, uh, hopefully they can continue to develop. Look, we're 19 games in now, though, so you've kind of reached the point of you are what you are, and I think that's what we're saying, too, as far as Florida basketball. So, um, But a lot of basketball left to be played, and you've got to keep pushing and keep getting better. But – I don't like the enormity of each game. It, it, it bothers me. Well, that, that's my whole point. That's yeah. my whole point. I started the podcast. Yes. With my whole point is, is Dan, there is such a referendum. The, the, the finger on the trigger yeah. of the people that can't wait to say the minute they lose a game, the minute I, they get behind okay. a game, we got the wrong coach. I think that finger on the trigger, I, th- I said what I said at the top, it, it makes it awfully hard. Yeah. It makes it awfully hard. Yeah. No matter how much coaches say they don't know it's out there, they do know it's out there. And players know, and it means coaches coach tighter and players play tighter. And when you know you got the right coach and all your whole fan base knows it too, people play free and easy. They take chances. And I don't if think If there was that. social media when Billy was in his first five years, right. would he have survived or would he have said, the hell with this, I'm going somewhere else? It would have been a little different. Believe me, Billy got beat up some too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I think it was – One in Donovan. Right, that's right. But I think it was a little better – a little better because of the final four, and because he had not followed the guy. Right, Lon Kruger following had, the guy's. Lon tough. Kruger had some moments, but you know, I still say this: I love Billy Donovan. He's the best coach in yeah. Florida history in any sport. He's one yeah. of the best college basketball coaches of my lifetime. Yeah, but what if Kruger had not gotten frustrated and gone to Illinois? What if Kruger had gotten Vince Carter? What, which is what sent him to Illinois? Sure. What if he'd have gotten and James Collins was a big one too? But what yeah. if he'd have gotten yeah, yeah. those two guys and? And he went to the Final Four right. with no good players. No. You know, the meat hook. The, the meat hook couldn't the dunk. Yeah, 6'7 guy that couldn't dunk. Yeah. When you got a 6'7 guy that couldn't dunk, you're just pretty good coaching getting that Final Four. We had two really good college guards. And yeah. So, so there's a lot of variables. I hope, but again, I'll say what I said at the top before we get to football. Right. Dan, Dan there, if there's a referendum every time you Well, this, you're, you're suggesting, though, if this were to occur, it would be Mike White's doing. Scott Strickland will never no, let him go, I don't right. think. Well, I think – Yes, I what I what I'm what I think is certainly no time soon. Yes, you keep you, you, you lose close games because everybody's tight. Mm-hmm. He gets frustrated. Mm-hmm. Maybe Scott one day sees that he's frustrated. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who. Yeah, I don't think Scott Strickland has any interest in firing Mike White. Right, but I do think that it's hard to overcome that. Now, I'll make a get to the Final Four. Yes, quiets everything. But but right. do, do you right, really right, right, have right. to go to a Final Four? <laughs> and by the way, one thing I do like about I'm. I'm about ninety nine nine point nine 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 percent sure now. Yeah, there's no one and dones. I mean, Scotty, right. Scotty Lewis didn't leave it. No, Trey Mann didn't leave it. No, could Nebhart leave? Maybe the um, I don't. Keontae Johnson isn't leaving. So we are going to have a chance, other than Blackshear, mm-hmm. to see all these guys come back and play together again for the most part. Nebhart right. could leave, but I think for the most part. These guys are all coming back and playing again together next mm-hmm. year. So, mm-hmm. again, I know everybody wanted it to be this year. It's not going to be this year. The, the vision before the season was you got Blackshear for one year, you got Lewis for one year, 
Go to the Final Four because this is your year. Well, that right. was all wrong. Right. That was all, all wrong. We all thought that it was all yes, wrong. Yes, we did. So we'll see what happens. Um, football. Yes. Portal. Portal. The portal. The Penn State kid is Just a Justin Shorter. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's, I'm trying to f- put my head around this. So Trayvon Grimes doesn't get to play much at Ohio State. Yeah, you're trying to understand why he would come here? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, and I'm trying to understand why he wouldn't play much. Okay. So Trayvon Grimes doesn't play much okay. at Ohio State. Okay, okay. Then you find out there's some homesick issues and there's a lot of stuff. Sure. And he's a pretty good player. Right. So here comes Justin Shorter, a five-star. Right. Regarded as best, one of the best players one of the best in the players country. In the country the, Coming the, out. The best receiver, eighth overall player. Yes. Catches 12 balls last year. Right. Barely plays. Right. Uh, under a good coach. Right. And and now you, and so then I see okay I don't want to learn more about this guy because I got a podcast to do with Dan Hick and I got to be studied up. Okay, he's two thirty. He's he's six four two thirty. Got some size. Well, and the book on him is if there's a negative, the uh-huh. negative is that he can't keep weight off. They the the the, the rap on him at Penn what State was, this, was Steve Ship. Yeah, yes, Steve 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 Ship. <laughs> is that uh, his name? Yeah, Steve Ship, uh, <laughs> best receiver in the country, got there ran about a four nine. <laughs> But, but Steve Ship. But the book on this guy's two P's. So so I think okay. One side of me thinks, is he going to be good when he gets there? Right. The other side of me thinks Nick Savage is about to get a hold of him. I like and that. When Nick Savage gets a hold of you because six four two thirty was shorter two year guy at Penn State or one. I think it's, a, I think he's a red he redshirted yeah. his first year and played as a redshirt freshman. It, listen. I take any five star. Sometimes a change of venue does them well. We've seen that occur. Fair to say though. If Penn State couldn't get it out of them, yeah. I'm not sure Florida can either. So we'll but you him. take a shot for yeah, of sure. Course of course you, you and do. And everybody wanted him. Right. So Because they see the potential. Right. So here's my thought. Again, I've never seen the guy. All right. Of what I've been reading. But is he put 10 more pounds of muscle on him? Right. And he's a 6'4", 240 tight end. Correct. Or does Nick Savage get some baby fat off of him? Right. And he's a 6'4", 222-pound wide receiver. Laser. This is a matchup nightmare. Yeah. You know, so, so, but... But I like the fact that the usage of the portal right. will, is continuing to help. The, the pouncy kid. No question. Now the shorter kid. Lingard. I, Lingard for sure. Right. And regardless of how soon those guys can play, I can also tell you this. The day of the, day of the portal being a, a crutch for lazy programs or programs that aren't good recruiters is over. Yes. The portal now yes. is a – I mean, again, Alabama – You're attacking the portal now correct. if you're a top elite program. Alabama yeah. – went and found a center in yes. the portal, which is why they had a great season. I don't know if you heard this or not, but LSU went and found a quarterback in that <laughs> portal, and he won the Heisman Trophy in the national championship. So yeah. so, so no, it's no longer the case that, well, if you got to use the portal, mm-hmm. that means you're not good at recruiting. That, that day's over. If you use the portal now, that means you, you, the best recruiting team, you're going to see Ohio State, Alabama, LSU, all diving into Georgia, right? All di- I mean, Georgia just got their quarterback out of the portal. Yes, they did. So, so the good programs are going to go use that portal well. I think. Since we last visited, uh, Felipe Franks made his decision yeah. as well. We were sort of hoping for Kansas. I'm happy for him wherever he goes, and I hope he wins every game at Arkansas. I, it's a tough road, though. Yeah, it is. But and that's a t- that's a tough. I mean, they are at the bottom of the SEC West right now, Frank. He knew when 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 he chose. Our Kansas and Kansas yes. is his two destinations. Well, he's he's the starter at our Kansas. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and, 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 and Kansas. Yeah, would have yeah, been yeah, the starter yeah. either place. But there's no one right. at at Arkansas. Right, and and I think he knew, but by choosing those two, you can tell where what a guy's mission and motivation is. Dan, right, by who he looks at. Right, his motivation was 
to play against good players and to be the starter. Yes. Okay. The one thing it w- it wasn't winning. Right. Because he wasn't going to win either place. Right. It was can I be the starter, and will I play against good players? I mean, you could have been the starter at Tulane, right, or East Carolina, right, but you're not playing against as good of players, right. Um, you might have won more games, but here you're going to be the starter. Help me understand that because I don't think I totally see how that. I see. I agree with you. I think that was his mission, but I don't know how that benefits a young man. It, to play, our, to lose a lot of games. Yeah. Well, to I, go through that yeah, and to not yeah. have the good players around you, where you know, where as opposed to if I go to East Carolina, yeah. I have time to right. throw and can show off my rocket arm. And, and and compile some impressive right. numbers like Driscoll did when he right. went to La Tech. Uh, La right. Tech. Yeah, no, I agree with you, and I and I get both sides of it. Yeah, I think there's part of Felipe Franks just following him and kind of learning who he is mm-hmm. that believes he can elevate Arkansas, Arkansas. to a seven win season. Okay, he's that guy. Okay, he, he, I mean you know Felipe. Right. Yeah, Felipe, Felipe believes. Well, yeah, Felipe believes he can play in the NBA. Felipe, yeah, Felipe may one yeah. day be the closer for the Red Sox. Okay, you know, you know, so he's sure. He, so he's that guy <laughs> closer that, for the yeah, Red Sox. I mean, too. And he, 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 yeah. he, they signed him. Yeah, you know, so ninety four. So, yeah, so, so, so they say. So the point is, I think I think Felipe has this air of confidence mm-hmm. that he really believes he can. But it's clear, and some guys too. And I'm not accusing him of this, right? Because he's not haughty. The one thing that kid's not no. haughty. But some kids do believe. I'm not playing in the doggone American, whatever the conference. Right, is. right, I'm right, playing, right. I'm either playing in SEC. The SEC. I'm an SEC guy. Yeah, I, yeah. I was recruited by two SEC schools. Yeah. I committed to two SEC yeah. schools. Yeah. I, I, I had 24 touchdowns and six picks in an SEC season. I'm not going to a conference, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to Conference USA. I'm going to. The, I hear you. And, and I think part of that was who he is. And, and I, I just think that. in this day and age, uh, because his ultimate goal is what? The NFL. Right. And I've seen, you know, Driscoll and I. You know, uh, uh, well, Gardner Minshew didn't work out at a smaller school and went to a bigger school that worked out yeah. for him. But things along those lines, we know, we know, we agree that Felipe Franks will be invited to an NFL camp. He's six six with yeah. a big arm and yeah. he's athletic. One other thing, and, and there's mm-hmm. there's two sides of this other thing. Don't underestimate the Kendall Browse effect. Kendall okay. Browse, despite what a disaster it was at Florida State, because everything unmitigated, was, yeah, yes, but everything was a disaster yes. at Florida State. Kendall Browse is regarded as a really good offensive mind. Okay. For, for whatever, whether you believe it or not, he's right. regarded as it. Right. And there is a belief that if you get under him and you've got skills, he can make you way better. And I'm sure that had something to do with his decision, too. Where the quandary is for me mm-hmm. is the one thing that I think I believe about the Kendall Browse offense is it's fast. Play fast, play fast, yes. play fast. But process fast. And there might be like some freelance in yeah, there yeah. too. Well, well that. Yeah. But, it's all, but it, it gets to play in quick, yeah. line up quick, play fast. Let's snap it 90 times, not 60 times. Not necessarily FF strength. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> the thing is, he the, his biggest weakness, I yeah. thought, yeah. was processing quickly. Right. It seemed like the plays went in. It seems like when Trask got the job, plays got called quicker, yeah. got snapped quicker. Uh, the progressions happen quicker. Right. The one thing Felipe didn't do was get through his progressions quickly. Right. He got to, it was it was a slow process, and and for me now I so two questions: Is the fast 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 a bad fit and he'll he'll be awful, or does Kendall Browse because he makes you play that way force Felipe to process quicker and he becomes a better player? Yeah. And and I don't know which of those it'll be, 
But clearly that's in play here. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what he does there. And listen, I, like I said, I hope he goes to a bowl. Yeah. I hope he has a wonderful season. I hope he has a stellar season. Yeah, I do too. I, I do hope too. he gets votes for the All-SEC quarterback and finishes as the runner-up in the Heisman Trophy to Kyle Trask. Let's, cl- <laughs> <laughs> Let's close with this. Yes, sir. I got three words for you. I want you to sit three back words. Make sure you hear all these three words. Oh, let me listen. I hope you're paying attention. Closely. I am. Friday night heights. That's what I got for you, okay? <laughs> okay. I don't know what other words you got the rest of your day today. Yeah. But I got three words for you. Yeah. Friday night heights. Friday night heights. We beat LSU. You didn't even know, did you? Look at you. you know, I did you? know. No, you didn't. And I think, you, if you'd have known, you didn't know what Friday night heights are. I think are. we dominated yeah, LSU in, the, in, in that type of heights. scoring. Look at you. Okay. Uh-huh. Talking uh-huh. about the big Gator gymnastic yeah. win. The problem with you is you don't realize how versatile I am. Wow. I'm very, I'm very versatile is what I'm I am. Impressed. I think, how about that? Uh-huh. I think uh, I'm going to say this. I think you're – uh, Jacksonville radio co-host may be rubbing off. It could be. It could be. That's, and why, that's why I knew it was called Friday Night Because I've tried to shame you into it, yeah, and you yeah. won't do it. No, but I uh, – uh, Can see, we do some tennis next week? Uh, no, for one step at a time, bro. That's all I got. Okay, so you know what? I, I, it's slowly. <laughs> These are slow steps. Frank Frangie, Dan Hick, and Talking <laughs> Gators. Dan, how, who sponsors this little podcast? Well, you know what? It's brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, Frank. They're Northeast Florida's premier orthopedic uh, physicians – and they do a great job, man. And you can check them out at Southeast Orthopedic Specialist online at se-ortho.com. Frank, have a great week. You too, Heck.